0: Have you ever wondered how to transition from doing your art as a hobby to actually doing it as a business? Lots of people have that question. We're going to talk about that today here on 5-Minute Mentoring. Have you ever wanted to have someone in your life who you could ask real questions about your art, your business, and even your walk with the Lord? Well, that's exactly what we do every Friday here on 5-Minute Mentoring, where I answer one question from one of my awesome podcast listeners in order to help you start really thriving as the artist you know God created you to be. Well, hey, my friend, I'm so glad that you're with me today. Listen, I love answering questions from uh, my podcast listeners, from people on Facebook, people on our email list. And I got a couple of questions the other day. Actually, they were kind of the same question. One was from Erica, and one was from Matt. Matt's actually a filmmaker, Erica is actually a teacher single mom, and uh, both of them, you know, Matt's kind of working a job over here as a filmmaker doing films for other people. Erica is a visual artist. She's doing her work as a hobby, but would love to get out of teaching and kind of transition. And so the question is, how do I do that? (laughs) How do I get from doing this as a hobby to actually something that I can start to make a living with? Well, when I talk about this, especially in the mentoring program and as I teach in it in, in my books and that sort of thing, I talk about it in the concept. You may have heard before, may have heard me say this before, I call it the bridge. It's kind of like if you're here and you're trying to get to over here, you know, from one place to the other, the in-between season is a bridge. And I find that the Lord will begin to make a bridge For us as we're faithful with little and ruler over much. All right, that's a kingdom principle. Be fruitful first and then multiply. A lot of times people are looking for multiplication in their life before they have fruitfulness. And so I want to give you five things today that will really help you be fruitful in the season that you're in, and then as you cultivate that and steward that, that's gonna give you really the groundwork, the foundation, if you will, to really start to be, um, you know, to multiply in your life and in your art, all right? And over time, you'll begin to see that bridge, uh, you know, be de- become defined, and you'll be able to walk across that from where you are now into the season that you really wanna be in, whatever that looks like, all right? So the first thing I would say, if, if you're wanting to go from, you know, hobbyist or emerging artist into being a a part-time, full-time artist doing it more seriously, the first thing you gotta have is number one, you've got to be creating um, a body of work, all right? At a level of mastery, all right? That is super duper important. All right, because nobody wants uh, subpar work. Nobody wants uh, you know, beginner's work that's gonna be, you know, when you're expecting it to, to be paid really well for it. You've got to be developing your skills and you've got to be developing your artistic work uh, in a way that's gonna be out of excellence, in a place that is, uh, there's a demonstrable mastery in what you're doing. I think about me, I, I spent 15 years doing my baskets um, you know, just as a hobby. But what was that doing? It was building skill. It was building a unique voice. And by the time I was ready to actually take it into uh, part-time and then full-time business, I had done the work, but that is really, really important. You can't, you can't just kind of skip by that. I think so many people have taken, you know, the bait of this thing that, you know, every hobby that you have has got to some so, you know, somehow kind of turn into a side hustle that you have to start making money with it. And I'm like, well, Maybe it can, but <laughs> the main thing that you need to think about is: is am I developing my skills? Am I developing my mastery? Is my unique voice being developed? That is really, really huge. Because if you don't have marketable skills, all right, if you don't have a marketable body of work, if you if you're not starting from that place, then it's going to be really uh, difficult to build anything else um, on substandard work and work that's not really fabulous and really unique. That's just kind of the starting point for all of us. All right. Uh, number two, I would say, you've got to have a marketing engine that is regularly bringing you clients. All right. That's what I talk about uh, a lot when I'm talking about building your brand and your business. You may have heard me say this before on the podcast or in a book or whatever, but your business is like a vehicle. It's what takes your work uh, to market. And so if you don't have a business and a marketing engine that is working to help you not only get clients, but also identify clients on a regular basis through your social media, through your website, through email marketing, through doing launches, through teaching and uh, you know interviews and all the things that, that you have to be doing uh, in what I call a Parthenon model of of, uh, of marketing, then you're not gonna have what you need to actually step, again, from where you are now, just as a hobbyist, into what you wanna do uh, as a part-time or full-time artist. So building that marketing engine uh, is really, really key. All right, number three then, <laughs> you've got to have the time and the expertise and the space to be able to create work. So many artists have this kind of, you know, fluffy kind of dream out there, If I wanna be an artist. I'm like, well, tell me about your studio practice. Well, they don't have one. <laughs> if you don't have a studio practice, if you don't have a designated space, and I'm not saying it's gotta be 3,000 square foot you know, loft studio in New York City, I'm just saying it's gotta be somewhere. I mean, for me, I made baskets on my back porch for years and then I, when we moved to Asheville, I finally graduated to a shed and I was like, I got a shed, I mean, this was so awesome. All right. But I was, again, faithful with little, ruler over much. That's how you grow in the kingdom. And so you've got to make sure in your schedule and in your space allocation that you're giving yourself the time and the space to really focus on your work. Again, otherwise it just kind of gets pushed to the background and it doesn't um it doesn't get, you know, the, the priority of what you're trying to do doesn't get reflected in how you've allocated your time and space. So you've got to have the time and the space and, again, that expertise, that level of mastery in creating work, all right? Number four, this is huge, and this is something that, that grows, again, as you nurture it, all right? But a demonstrated revenue stream. If you're wanting, you know, I hear people all the time, I want to quit my job and be an artist. Well, okay, (laughs) hold on. We can get you there. uh, And we do that all the time in the mentoring program. But the thing you got to watch is that do you have and have you developed and are you nurturing a demonstrated revenue stream in your life? I know for me, when I started getting serious about doing my work, I started adding shows to my schedule, adding some galleries, adding wholesale accounts, that allowed me to begin to build a demonstrated regular revenue stream. And as I began to do more and my reputation began to grow, that grew to a place then where eventually I could get a studio, where eventually I could quit my job, where eventually I could build a practice, an art practice that would bring in a regular stream of income over the course of a year. And that's how I had, you know, the ability to be able to step out and do that. I'm also a big believer in multiple streams of income, which I practice myself and and uh, also encourage artists to do. But whatever it is, you know, if you're going to step out as an artist financially, you've got to have and build. All right, nobody's going to give it to you. You got to build a demonstrated uh, revenue stream for yourself. All right, the last point, number five, is really having a clear vision for what season of life that you're in, and then in that context. What do you want an art business to do for you? Just for example, when I started uh, you know, growing my art business, I had come out of just doing it really part-time, kind of you know, not even part-time for a lot of years. I'd do a couple of shows a year. I'd make my Christmas money. I'm like, that was great. That's all I expected of it because I had you know, revenue coming in from, from other sources, other jobs that I was working in, that sort of thing. But as I transitioned, I started saying, hey, I want this to be my full-time job. I believe God's called me to be a full-time artist. And so the expectations of the level of activity, the amount of revenue I needed to bring in, the amount of marketing that I needed to do, the shows, the galleries, all of that helped to give me a context of how I needed to create and set up you know, my, my creative life. As opposed to maybe somebody that's like, you know what, I love art, but I'm retired. And I've got a great retirement coming in and if I could make an extra thousand bucks a month and give it to missions at my church um, to bless them, that would be awesome. Or if I could supplement my income in some way by, by doing two or three shows a year, that would be awesome because I love working my job. Whatever it is, it's just so important that you not compare your level of perceived success with what somebody else is doing. You define that. You decide with the Lord, with your loved ones, what is it that you want your art business to look like? And then as you're creating the bridge, that is, you know, how to get from here to there, you're doing it in a way that really serves you the best. All right. Well, listen, as you're doing this, remember God's with you the whole way. The Holy Spirit promises to be our guide, our comforter, our friend. He's the one that leads us into all wisdom. And uh, he's got secrets for you that will absolutely blow your mind. He's got divine appointments for you, intersection points all along that journey that are gonna take the loaves and fishes, if you will, that you bring to the journey and absolutely exponentially multiply them beyond anything that you could ask or imagine. That's life in the kingdom. That's the kingdom working normally, and we can absolutely expect that as God's sons and daughters. All right? Hey, I love you very much. If this is uh, encouraging to you, be sure to hit the share button. And until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.